just a quick disclosure to share in conjunction with this podcast. Each of us are speaking to our personal experiences and do not consider ourselves experts and cannot offer medical, therapy, financial, or legal advice. We represent a wide range of experience on the autism spectrum and will always honor each perspective that is brought to our discussions. Our experiences, opinions, and perspectives are all unique and different and will be celebrated. Thank you so much for listening and connecting with us. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Navigating Adult Autism. We are seven moms with a lot of perspectives, a lot of opinions, and a lot of experience. And I'm here tonight with Heather, Dawn, Cynthia, Elizabeth, and Kara, and Tara. And I'm Mary. And before we start off, start off talking about supports, that is what our uh, topic is tonight, natural supports, government supports, um, family supports, what is, what is supporting our adult child with autism right now in this life, what, in this time period, what is helping our child live a supportive life. But before we start off on that, Cynthia is back and she Hello. has a little good news to share to all of us. So Cynthia... Tell yes. us your huge life event. Yes. Our son, who's 29, they had their first baby, obviously, um, two, about a week ago. And it came a little bit early, about three weeks early. And um, when she, apparently her mother was going to be in labor and delivery with her. And they ended up being sick and they couldn't come. And then my husband was ill and I couldn't go. So that was just mm-hmm. the two of them totally by themselves. Oh, my goodness. Oh. And they just depended mm-hmm. totally on the nurses. And they were there for... She was in labor for 48 hours, and oh, wow. um, it was a long labor, but everything went well. And um, and they said afterwards that they thought it was a good thing that it was just the two of them because they depend they depended on each other, mm-hmm. and it made them both become even closer. Oh, and I thought that was really sweet. So I said, is. "Well, that's a good that's a good thought. That's awesome." But um, they've done really well. The baby's fine. She was seven pounds, fifteen ounces, twenty one inches, and the mom's well and. Eric's been a great daddy, and it's been really fun to just, but I I actually got to watch it unfold on Facebook because I couldn't (laughs) be near the hospital. So it was, that was a little strange and it was, you know, but it was, it was okay. At least I got to see some things. I didn't want to keep calling them or texting them because they would never respond. So anyway. (laughs) They were busy. They they were. So anyway. Well, congratulations to new grandma. Thank you. That's awesome. Well, and I think like we were talking before you know, with Eric, who's on the spectrum, that what a good dad he's been already and comforting. And yeah, he's done it all. He's given her a bath. He's changes her diaper. He feeds her. He gets up in the night and hands her to the mom. And (laughs) he's been doing really, really well. And he's, I said, well, how do you do during labor and delivery? Because they didn't do a Lamaze class. And um, they just did parenting classes and stuff that um, she said he did really great. But the nurses just walked him through everything, both of them. So, Wonderful. That's sweet. Yeah. So it worked out really good. That's good. And we'll get updates mm-hmm. as this podcast yeah. goes on to yes, see how will. our father on the spectrum mm-hmm. is doing. Mm-hmm. So Yay. good for them. Congratulations. Thanks, ladies. It was wonderful. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and talk about supports. And there is a lot out there. Um, even, you know, your eligibility with the Department of Mental Health, no matter what state you're in, how that goes. But we're going to cover all types of supports and feather different things in you know, on and off in this conversation. I'm going to turn it over to Elizabeth to get us started off. So Elizabeth, hello. Yeah. Yes. Well, when, you know, when we decided on the topic and I thought, you know, supports, what immediately I went to paid supports because I work for a service provider and I utilize those in my home. But then as I started to think about this group and and other families, not everybody uses that. And my um, my thoughts went to a program that I've learned about over the course of many years now, um, was there at the beginning of its development, um, giving that parent input, uh, and it's called the Life Course. And there's a website called, it's lifecoursetools.com. It's through the Family to Family, Missouri Family to Family. And what it, one of the tools that they have on there is called the Integrated Star. And it takes all the, the um, supports and kind of divides them up and has you look at them in a different way. 
Because so many times when, you know, you get a bunch of service providers together and they're trying to talk about support, you know, we kind of lean heavily towards, you know, letting families know, hey, this is what's here, this is what's there, and you can get this paid for and you can apply for this. But there's so much more. And what, over the course of this development, they really broke it down into five different supports, which, uh, Mary, you kind of talked, alluded to a number of them. But they broke it down into, first, personal strengths and assets. So what can the person do to support themselves? What are their strengths? I mean, we just heard Eric's strength, that he was a great support to his wife. So what are your personal strengths? And then relationships, you know, your family, your close friends, um, they're supportive. They can be a support. Mm-hmm. And then the eligibility specific, which could be things that, you know, those are things you apply for. Um, it could be through the government, Department of Mental Health, Department of Health and Senior Services, your insurance, things that you have to find eligibility for, that you make an application and you're found eligible or you're not found eligible. Another are community-based supports. Mm-hmm. So what, you know, what kind of support are you finding within your community, whether it be a grocery store that recognizes you, you know, or, or church, you know, somebody at church. Um, and then the, the fifth one that really in the last few years has really come to the forefront is technology. What kind of supports, you know, we talk about transportation and the different apps and different things and the rescue me, you know, I'm, I'm lost and how can I get a, a hold of somebody? So there's a number, but as far as the supports right now, it's really interesting because we do use um, a lot of those eligibility supports with my younger sons, 18 and 21, especially with Nathan, who has uh, more significant needs and is not able to be left alone and usually needs a one-on-one support staff. Um, But my daughter, who has been their support staff for over four years, is now at Disney World on her baking internship. So excited for her. That's great. Although she she arrived Sunday, got into her apartment on Monday, and spent last night in the emergency room with gallstones. But they put her, gave her some IVs, gave her a bunch of meds, and she showed up at class today. I just, what what a trooper. But yeah, we've we've had to make a, a shift and a change because, you know, she was living in our home, so it made it very convenient. She knew her brother. She was able to support them. Um, she's still, I mean, she was paid. She did everything she was supposed to to the to the extreme. Mm-hmm. I mean, because not only was she paid, and that was her job, she cared. And she's um, family. And she's yeah, she, right. And, and they'll, you know, and the and her brothers listen to her. You know, they'll do the things that she instructs. So you know, we've made a change, and it really brought back some of those thoughts of when you have those paid supports. Then when I'm talking about these paid supports in particular, are personal aids. You know, somebody that comes in, works with them, um, whether it's hygiene or going out to the community and doing community networking, any any number of things. It's a blessing, but it's also not a curse, but it's hard. It's hard because it's great to have these supports. It's hard that we have to have them. Mm-hmm. And it can be very intrusive in your life because all of a sudden, you know, you've got a paid support person walking behind your son and your son goes into the master bedroom. So where does that aid go? Into your master bedroom, mm-hmm. you know, and then you find that you, you know, that's their job. And so if you want to change something at the last minute, you're just like, yeah, I don't want, I don't want anybody in the house today. You know, Nate's just chilling. Uh, I'm not going to work today. I just want to sit and do nothing. I can't just call up and cancel. You know, mm-hmm. I can't just say, if we're sick, we do, but I can't just say, oh, we don't need you today. You know, that's, mm. you know, you just don't do that. That's their job. So it becomes, so it is wonderful and absolutely amazing to have these supports. But as we're, you know, bringing, bringing more back into our home to, yeah, we had to have three men come in to play, take place of one young woman. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> What do you do with that? Anyway, okay, Sam. Um, go Sam. Yeah. Good point, Heather. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's really, yeah, it's really interesting. We utilize a lot of these other supports too, but I'd like to pass it on and see what kind of support you guys use as well. Okay. Don? I mean, on we talked topic. about it before. Another, Zara, the daughter, has helped. 
Yeah. And, the, and my, the, my daughter's in the house, but and the JR. Guy from church, the gentleman from church that yes. helped. So you yes. have, we've talked I, about I, those. I, and I do have things to talk about in my mind here. My daughter is in the home. She and JR do get along. And Sarah sometimes gets my son better than I do. There are some words that just really make my son bristle. And for the life of me, I find myself saying them. <laughs> they just come out, you know, and, come out of and, your mouth. Yeah, yeah. I know. They just come out of my mouth. Um, and I don't do it to irritate him. It's just like, I mean, baby is one of the words. Zara has trained herself to say infant, which is just really nice. Um, <laughs> but Zara is JR's a, natural support. Right, right. It's a yeah. natural support, uh, family support. They do not support one another on a regular basis. Uh, Zara transports JR, so I guess that there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's part of the the yeah the transportation network. I was thinking of my neighbors when we moved to our current house. I'm outside city limits. If I go out and stand on my front porch or even my deck in the back, I don't see any neighbors. Like especially during the springtime and summer when mm-hmm. all the foliage is out. So when we moved to this house. JR was insistent, and this is sort of one of JR's strengths. He will advocate for himself when we're not responsive. He usually finds a way to, to get us to move, which is, which is good. So he wanted to go meet the neighbors, and he was pretty insistent. We're going to go meet the neighbors. Wonder My what? son with autism is forcing me to be social. <laughs> That's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. Okay, JR. I'll, we can do that. We should do that. Uh, here's the plan. We'll take Sunday afternoons and we'll go meet one or two neighbors. You know, is that okay? So he was agreeable. So our very first outing, I put on my autism speaks walk t-shirt. I figured the nonverbal communication should help me, right? right. (laughs) This one neighbor had a lot of items in their um, yard. And so as we're walking up, JR said, this is a really messy yard. Yes, JR, it is. But you don't want to say that when we, you right. know. And I'm really hoping that nobody's home. But yeah. we, <laughs> <laughs> knock on the door. Oh, Hi, I'm Don. This is my son, JR. We just moved to this house and we're your neighbors and we just wanted to you know, meet you and give you contact information. We didn't even take cookies or anything. You know, we just came with a post-it note. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the lady of the house and I interchanged, you know, I have our conversation. As soon as they're a lull, sure enough, JR, you really have a messy yard. Not surprising. The lady laughs and says, well, yes, yes, we do. We're working on it. Um, so he, well, listen, I think it might've had to be said. (laughs) (laughs) Did they clean up their yard after that? Sadly, no, but, um, JR walks away from the conversation because he's bored now, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, so then that's my opportunity to apologize. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Autism grandma. She saw the t-shirt. She knew, you know, just, so that was really cool. Now, I have not maintained contact with that neighbor. I have her name written down somewhere. But she pointed to another house up on the hill and said, Springfield Public Schools occupational therapist is in that house. Wonderful. The next Sunday, (laughs) I'm motivated to go meet the neighbor now. Did you take cookies to her? Sadly, no. Didn't learn. But Karen, and I I talked to her and I said, I'm going to say your name tonight on the podcast, Karen. She has been a wonderful support. She's hired JR to do yard work. She has been... um, In the garden. Didn't he help in her garden or something? Yeah, he did landscaping stuff. And, um, you know, again, because of her background, she was better equipped maybe than many others to help him. There was a time this year when JR got the decision. He's sort of responsible for his transportation in the evening to decide what to do. So he decided he was going to ride the bus to Walmart and walk home. Mm-hmm. So he has, and he, he had several bags, so one in each arm. He, he starts walking, and it's five miles oh from Walmart to our house. Mm-hmm. So he calls me at home. I, I know, I'm sorry, I'm work. 
JR, I'm at work. I can't leave. So he hung up and then I called Karen. <laughs> Karen, can you go rescue my son? Mm-hmm. And uh, she did. So awesome. um, that was great. Yeah, I, it was a neighbor who taught my son to ride a bike. He was he was jumping the ramp with his training wheels, and Kelly said, "Don, he's ready. You need to get the training wheels off." I I don't know. I was scared to death. Kelly was rather insistent. I mean, she took him out off almost without my permission, <laughs> but she was right. And so I think there's been those natural supports. And I was thinking about it. We, when he was younger, we didn't have the money to invest in the therapies that we should have. I've talked about the poor man version Mm -hmm, of ABA where you learn the floor time techniques or or whatever, because don't have to pay ourselves. Well, and your other supports, you've used folk rehab, preferred, they found him a job. We've already talked about that. So Mm -hmm. for the listener, Natural supports are like family, neighbors. That would just be natural in our environment. Aid supports are different, like Elizabeth was talking about. And I don't, I, you'd never even think about neighbors. I mean, that's one that's kind of out of that initial box that you would think of that would be able to help. And True. I mean, that's a wonderful example of, yeah. I've had a few which is really help. kind of community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. And we have used a neighbor once. He was really, he was really great. He had a pool. He always, you know, let the boys swim in the pool and sometimes it gets it gets awkward because we used somebody used the bathroom in the pool oh. and I didn't oh, know and right. I didn't take anything out of the bottom of the pool and yeah he had to you know come tell us he was very very gracious about it but after that it just I just like, didn't no. take him back swimming it was it was hard it That's was hard much. yeah you're like no I'm not gonna do hard. that again yeah. yeah what else is on our list there Elizabeth is there anything does anyone else want to talk about natural Supports or paid supports? I was, was going to say yeah, that sure. one support that hasn't been mentioned, um, Zion has the service dog. Oh, right. And oh, I just yeah. thought that would be, I mean, he, he has other supports too. He uses voc rehab and stuff like that and his sister, but his service dog is helpful for his, um, for panic disorder that he has. So it helps him. Um, she does a hugs command and oh, comes and does oh, that's uh, good. deep pressure on his chest and calms him down a little bit. And I think it also gives him something to live for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And he takes her everywhere. Like in, when he goes out in the community, does he always have the dog with him? He takes her when he chooses to take her. Okay. Um, sometimes it stresses him out. Like he does not take her to Silver Dollar City because yeah. it's an I open area. Oh, yeah. 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 It's an open area and he cannot um, get on a ride with her. Okay. I have to go with that him. That could be a whole set of problems. Yeah. Yeah, and and I don't think he needs her. It's usually in an enclosed area with lots of sensory issues. Yeah. So so um, he knows when he's going to need. That's a great. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a great for him too. Yeah, that's to a know personal when. strength of he knows when he needs it and when. Yeah, when he doesn't. Yeah. yeah, he he has learned that over the since we've had her. We've had her almost two years, and um, he knows when he needs her or not. Mm-hmm. So we went to a um, Reed Springs Pizza Company. Mm-hmm. Which is a really good pizza, by mm-hmm. the way. If you want to support us, we need this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Reed Springs Pizza hello, Company. Hello, yeah. Reed Springs Pizza Company sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Field trip. But we, he, like I've, I've said this before, but he's motivated by food. So he wanted yeah. to go to eat pizza with our family, but he knew that it was going to be loud. And we got there and they were having live music. Which is like a nightmare for him. Yes. And we took Jasmine and she just sat, she just um, laid her head on his feet underneath the Mm -hmm. table, sat there for, you know, an hour and a half. It was perfect. He could, like, when he was stressed out, he did have his headphones on. That's another support. He has headphones canceling headphones. Um, And then he would just pet her when he got over. Because we said, we came this far. We are not leaving so, and it was really good music. We loved it, but he was, he was a little overwhelmed, but we sort of, we sort of we stretch his limits sometimes. Yeah. 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 So, pushing. And the dog helps us because we could stay an extra 20 minutes if we have yes. the dog. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, right. 20 That's minutes awesome. is like an eternity sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true, Heather. So I think we all have service coordination, right? We all have a service coordinator. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. of us. Yes. Yep. Okay. We're in different counties. I think we got Green County and Christian, Christian County. County. 
right here. Yep. I don't know what county Eric's in now, but he has a, he has a person there now. He's in Miller. Oh, he does. Mm-hmm. Okay. In Miller. And they, I don't know what that is. They've came to they've come to his house already once. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's good. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have a really good one that's well informed, uh, they can really help you mm-hmm. find lots of even if they don't exactly know. Um, like, for instance, we were trying to find speech for Zachary as an adult. And um, our coordinator at the beginning when we talked, she didn't really think there were resources. And then, you know, got to talking and searching and digging and she found some resources. And now what's really cool is that she said other, she's passed that along to so many other people. Because, you know, sometimes you just hit a brick wall kind of like, no, nope, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, but it's like, you know, when you have a kid that's not talking still and is an adult, like, shouldn't we still have speech therapy maybe? Um, right. So you wouldn't think you'd have to sell that so hard. But but I will say that the coordinators, I mean, like I say, when you get good ones, there they are right. full of resources because they're talking to all sorts of families and kind of can help you figure out what's out there. Well, and I think you shouldn't be afraid to ask for another one if one isn't working for sure. you. If your yeah. personnel we've is all had, we've all we've all had. Some not so good. Good and bad. Probably. Or maybe a new one, you know, because yeah. they do leave quite frequently. You yes, know, we right. can admit that. You Turn know, I've, I've, I've had a new, you know, Kelsey's had a new one like every year. So did right. Eric. Not here recently, but in the past. And we, um, yeah, we have, you know, you go in, you visit with them and they don't have a lot to offer because they're, they are new. And so it almost feels like you're teaching them. Well, did you know this? Did right. you know that? Right. You know, so you're old. almost educating them yes. on, because you've been doing it for so long. Right. right. Well, yeah. and shout out to Andrea Swope, CC Links. I am going to give her that shout out because she yes. was Conrad's service coordinator. And maybe I did this on another podcast. I don't know. But now she is the executive director of CC Links in Christian County. And she's awesome. And I love her. And she, yeah, she was there when Conrad graduated and we had to go through folk rehab who sent us to Preferred, um, just helped us a lot with Conrad. And I still keep in touch with her, even though she's not his uh, service coordinator anymore. But she she knows what she's doing, and for the right reason. So I've had a lot of great service coordinators, but I've only had probably a couple that I've asked to be re- mm-hmm. removed from. That doesn't sound right, but... <laughs> Uh, Remove from the case. Please take me off your replaced. list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. I didn't stop could. calling well, me. Yeah, sure. You know. Yeah, you can. You mm-hmm. can do that. So, um, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, personalities with kids with autism are very important as well. So, personalities can clash. You can even you can keep going up the chain too. Um, right. You know, if your TCM that targeted case management, you know, isn't um, functioning as it should at that point, you can you can go up to all the way up to the regional office, you know, whatever oh, you're true. Yep. And mm-hmm. just had this conversation about two weeks ago because they don't know what they don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, as families, you know, we need to advocate for, for our children, for our loved ones, because if, you know, if we're not getting, getting something, I mean, I know there's, you know, what is it? I hate to say it, beating a dead horse, but you know, that horse isn't, that's, you know, it's, Take some time, you know, right. wait till, you yeah. know, don't, don't give up too soon because right. there are some things that you can't access any other way to, whether it's, you know, mm-hmm. a waiver or, you know, here in Missouri, we've got the autism project funding, you know, you can't access some of those things without a support coordinator. So, you know, and if you have stopped and given up for that moment, you know, and you're utilizing natural supports, that's amazing. And that's wonderful. But sometimes you might want to revisit that. You right. know, if you're finding yeah. they keep coming up against barriers and they're not succeeding or depression is setting in because mm-hmm. they're not having the support level of support they need. But remembering that that integrated star we talked about, you know, looking at all of those, they're all important. Right. Um, and certain times of your life you might be heavier in one aspect. Um, but as they grow and they're there are some things available as, as adults uh, if they need that. And having that other person, even if that support coordinator is just there to talk through the plan and what they're doing, um, gives them somebody else besides mom and dad to, you know, to report to. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's not really a, an accountability um, issue, but it's just a reporting. Somebody else that's on your team that is going right. to hopefully root for you mm-hmm. and right. figure things out. Right. Mm-hmm. I know when my son was having trouble at work which it cycles, um, he 
need a job coach. His supervisor had called me and said, you know, we need to do something here. It's, it's not going well. And we're, we reached out to HR, which that was scary. I'm like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> you reached out to HR uh, about a job coach, I guess, to pay for that. Oh, so they yeah. were willing to pay for Conrad's job coach. And I thought, oh boy, here we go. Because job coach, you know, they don't know my son, the personality I, I was just talking about. Um, so I did what you just said, Elizabeth. I mean, I kind of went right to the top and called Jan Craft at Abilities First and said, look, this is what's happening. And I was a little worried and panicked. And I said, I know, I know who I want. I can't, I don't want a job coach that doesn't know him. Because at this point, he's just having an annual review with his service coordinator. So there wasn't a relationship anymore. But he did have a great relationship with Maggie uh, Rowagon. Shout out, Maggie. Yeah, Maggie. Um, <laughs> so, and to still support in my son's life, for sure. And I said, that's who I have to have. I know she's not a job coach, but she knows him and she knows all about him. So shout out to her and Abilities First. They made it happen and made great progress quickly on the job because he's out in the community. So it's important. And um, yeah, both of them have been big support. But I did. I went right to the top and I just, I knew what had to happen. And I just didn't want to go through all Sometimes that. Sometimes you don't have time to mess around, yeah, Mary. that's right, you Heather. You really to don't, do you? Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> that's right, Heather. So that was a huge help. And then just on another front, when you mentioned the headphones being a support, mm-hmm. um, my son always has earplugs. And when we run out, now I've learned to buy the giant Like pack. when he goes to work or all the time? Well, in his apartment, yeah. he uh, doesn't really like all the noise at the apartment complex. Yeah. And so he sleeps with them mm-hmm. at night. And I do too. You know, or, with their, <laughs> or awesome. when they're cutting grass, yeah. mm-hmm. um, he'll put them on. And it's kind of funny because I'm like, wow, I didn't know that bothered him anymore. Mm-hmm. And so he'll run down sometimes to the car. And if they're, when I take him to work in the morning because I miss transportation, he, he'll be running. And he'll have earplugs <laughs> running to the car. I said, wow, you know, I just forget, but what's the hurry? Like, what's going on? Uh, can't you see they're cutting grass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just, we're just used to it, right? Because mm-hmm, I'm right. cutting grass. And yeah. I said, oh, okay. So that is a support that I didn't mm-hmm. yeah. think about with him. But yeah. well, that kind of falls under the technology. It's assistive technology. It's not well, that's electronic true. technology. Yeah. Well, it's and he also still Googled, assistive technology. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That was rude. Okay. Yep. Assisted technology. Okay. He also Googled how to make a grilled cheese one time. So right. that Perfect. is where that's technology. 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 Yeah. And that's his strength. Yes. yes, even though he was told not to use the stove. <laughs> this is when he still lived at home because he's been out on his own for six years, I believe. Because I came in, I could smell it. And he said, well, what do you mean? It was safe to use the stove. I, I just Googled how to make a grilled cheese. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted. So that fashion, I was glad for technology. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's good. However, he will email me or text me any symptom. <laughs> well, I Googled and I think I might have, you know, mm-hmm. something West Nile virus. or something. I went, no. And, you know, so... Anyway, I think YouTube is a supportive technology for all children because yeah. mm-hmm. even my neurotypical kids use YouTube like it's their parent practically. Well, I do too. So, yeah. but yeah, okay. it's, it, there's actually a guy on YouTube that is, I think he calls himself everybody's dad or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like how to change your air filter, you know, things like that. And Zion uses YouTube all the time for his technology stuff. Um, Another technology thing that Zion uses is a pill alarm. I know that that may not be a, what was it? A pill for his pills. Okay. Um, So the only reason, the only way that he would remember to take his pills is that it wakes us all up at nine o'clock in the morning. 12 o'clock in the afternoon and yeah. and, it, and it it could do a bunch of different a bunch of different times but um but that's the only way that if he's staying with hannah he takes his bill alarm with him so i don't have to support awesome, him though. in that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's great well that's good that's that, that sounds like such a small thing but that's very important for him to oh have. that's huge mm-hmm. so, independence huge. yeah it, yeah, it creates that uh, independence because they're, you know, the, yeah, the med reminders, that's a big, that's a big, yeah. big, big business. Mm-hmm. And, and even when we talk about technology, um, now we're looking at remote support. So maybe someone who needs that support, but is independent enough and to live on their own, but needs someone to be able to check in with, mm-hmm. you know, they can have that, you know, have that wired right into their home and yeah. have that support staff that are available 
if they click in and know that somebody else is on the other end of oh, that, okay. like an iPad or a tablet, and oh. they can click in mm-hmm. and check when they need help. When they right? need help, can they also click when they? Because I think the service provider there's, we use, they've got a couple of individuals that are living on their own but have that mm-hmm. video technology. Yeah, there's a number. Great. There's a number. So a okay. number of options, and yeah. and like if you know if the person maybe has a tendency to go out of the home at night, you know, right. for any reason. A door will alarm. Maybe for a scary you know, oh, Not the door will alarm, but an alarm will go to the company and they'll check in and say, hey, you know, are you okay? And they're like, oh, yeah, I just, you know, I'm back in. I, you know, I thought I heard a cat or, you yeah. know, okay. and yeah. something like that. So there's a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I actually saw that at the autism at the Battlefield Mall. I saw oh, that they yeah. had a booth there. And yeah, Hero is yeah. one of the companies. And they yeah. actually have a pill reminder service. Yes. Because yeah. I talked to them. Oh. Yeah, so it's called yeah. Hero. Did you say it was yeah. called Hero? Yeah, H E A R O. So Hero. Okay. Yeah, and they do a lot of different things, and they are an amazing company because they will they'll listen. You know, they really listen to what the needs are, and they develop their products around the needs. And they they do a lot of a lot of different things, but um, at first I thought you thought there was a camera like in the apartment or something that they could click on when they need that would be a little privacy you can have that yeah too i think okay so yeah you can't you can't have it in the bedroom or bath and have it paid be a paid support um but and a lot of times it's it's not a live feed but it's like you can click in and and check and there are other things when it comes to health and safety and the seizures Mm -hmm. and we have some different things in our home um but that's true but mostly, you know, yeah, it's a lot of it is leaning towards that. Yeah, we can just, we've got somebody to contact and whether it brings up a, a, a voice or brings up a video, you know, kind of right. like a FaceTime, you know, I'm going to talk with somebody and they're going to make sure I took my meds and they're going to check on and make sure, I, you know, I need somebody to talk about my schedule for the day or my, my driver didn't show up and I'm not sure what to do. I can mm-hmm. just click in and have that, that person or there's a storm. That's a big one, a storm or a noise that's heard in the night and they want somebody to check in with. So, yes. Yeah. And I often think that too, because my son also texts us links to the latest weather because of storms. He's afraid of every storm. But I think, my gosh, who's he going to text after I'm gone? You know, or is this something I'm going to work on? Hero. Yeah, exactly right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. something needs to, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's something we're working on. He, you know, tell him every storm's not terrible. You know. Like they're the they're the technology piece. So and there are and then there are service providers. So like the Arc Ozarks is one of their providers that would be that live person on the other end. Okay. But then you can also some of the companies, there's Night Owl Together Tech, just to name a few, that you can even do those self-directed supports. So you can not all the companies use the self-directed, but you can get set up with the equipment and hire your own staff again. So mm-hmm. wow. a lot of different there's a lot of different things to that will because a lot of this came not the idea of independence, yes, is is what started and fueled it. But what, what really got the fire going was there's not enough support staff right. to okay. fill these places, yeah. these things. So we had to do something. Something had to be done. Mm-hmm. And so the technology piece that was already there and doing some basic things has just really grown. I'll be darned. Well, that information needs to be on our website, maybe, right? The hero. I guess the blog person. The blog person. Do that. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say struggle, like for, I think there's a perception out there um, from just people that maybe have nothing to do. Like they don't know anybody on the spectrum or whatever. I, and it's been interesting because I've learned so much from all of you guys, us being in kind of different spots on the spectrum with our kids, but. I think when someone thinks, oh, well, the person has autism and they're living on their own, or this person has autism and now they're a new father and they've gotten married and all that stuff, I think they think, well, it's all good. It's all good. Um, And I think really when it comes down to it, the reality is that we're all in this group, no matter where our adult children, young people are, Yes, (laughs) um, there's still supports. Maybe they call mom a couple of times a day to check in, or maybe they... You know, like you, you say, Mary, maybe they send some emails about the things that are troubling them. Like, um, I think that's something that the general public, it would be nice for them to kind of understand that it encompasses more than just a lot more. Yes. There's yes. a lot more involved. So just like you have your two support staff in your house, right? Yeah. So we have, um, I mean, I guess Zachary pretty much has full support. We were just talking about this 
kind of before the podcast, but um, I do all the same things that I did when he was little. Help him with toileting. So there's brush his teeth, give him a shower, get him dressed. I'm used to that, but but there are also some neat supports that are different that we were talking about. Now, headphones, he lives in headphones. And um, something interesting is he'll have like basically just a basic headphone that just kind of muffles sound. And then he also has Bluetooth, which talk about technology that has saved us. That got us through um, Disney World twice, um, along with the disability pass. But with those combined, we could put Bluetooth in and he couldn't hear really anything. And we could pipe music into his headphones while we were walking outside between the rides and stuff. And that, I mean, that's, we bring those to church with us, even on Wednesday when we go. And there's very few people there, but still, just in case a baby shows up. Uh, that technology is crucial. Right. One thing that we got this week is an AAC device, which Zachary has never had, which seems odd because I see all these little ones that have just been diagnosed and they all seem to have these AAC devices, these what talkers. Is that? AAC device. It's, tell me, it's augment- augmentative yeah. and alternative or alternative communication. communication. Yeah. Okay. So it's really just a talker. We just got one. And I know, again, like as an adult, it's like, well, can we try one? Because, you know, if we don't have conversational speech, I don't know why we can't try an AAC device as well. Right. Talk about the supports that you apply for. We applied in March. We, he had a, um, you know, an assessment that was given. And then we just got it in the mail this week. So wow. whenever this podcast airs, but basically it was eight months that it took to wait to get it. Um, but we're excited about the possibilities of that technology it will or it won't help, right? But I think mm-hmm. the possibility of at least trying it Absolutely. Uh, makes sense. And then um, I was thinking about there was some other, I mean, other than therapies and we don't really have, well, we do have a neighbor. Actually, one of our neighbors was the, the lack of people to help people with individuals that need help. Um, DSPs are what they're called, direct support professionals. Uh, we've been low on those for the last two or three years. I don't know if that's forever, but I know the last two or three years since Zachary's had staff. Um, and so we found our own. She happened to be a neighbor. She was in college. And um, then she ended up getting employed with a provider that we use. And so she spends uh, the majority of the week with Zachary. And then we have one other DSP and they're working on different things like that. But um, yeah, so just all sorts of different kinds of supports that helps him. So, And you sit on a, a provider board, as I do. It, yes. We all kind of have, sort, yeah. you know, in our own way that helps us. Yeah, I think I think for me, and you probably have the same passion, Mary, I think we all do here at the table. Right. Uh, but I feel like, and we've mentioned this before, the adult aspect of this all, it gets very complicated, and it's like it, they call it the disability cliff for a reason. Um, because you just get out of school and everyone, it feels like you're deserted as a family. Like no one's helping, no one's suggesting. You don't have these regimented things in place, the structure in place. You have to build it, rebuild it. Mm-hmm. And um, just like speech therapy as an adult, it took us a year to find somebody that would work with Zachary and continue that service. So, um, so yeah, you feel like you do have to you have to sit on boards. You have to be a part of all sorts of things that you probably don't have the energy or the time to yeah. do necessarily. To keep your ears open and your right. toe in the water, per se, just to... Yeah. And really yeah. not just for our own kids, right? But, I mean, I think... For all, yeah. Pushing forward for anybody who's listening, like, to make it easier on the next, you know, group of folks, maybe. Right. Well, so. that's good information. Those are good tips. Yeah. For anyone that's listening. Because I respect you so much. And we've learned a lot from you, too. I know you yes, said you, mm-hmm. that you've learned a lot from all of us, but we've yeah. learned a lot from you, too. We, so. I think the details are what matters that people don't get. They just, in Facebook, right. they might see a smiling kid with us. And they, wasn't that sweet? Well, yeah, right. well, that took a lot of tactical support and planning to get what all of our kids have done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether they're living on their own or they're not, it, there's a lot going on with that. So right. I think it's important for everyone to understand. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cynthia, um, care anything? To- I'm trying to think. He does have a support provider, and he does, he just met her for the first time. He didn't have anybody like for the last three years because of COVID. And then before, and that I think they barely even touched base during that time period. Maybe oh. a phone call, but oh, okay. but they didn't. And then the very first one he ever had was our best one, and she guided us into helping him get on 
to help just for sure when he was ready to sign up to try to apply for a waiver, which we did. And she walked us through everything. And when he was when he was 18, he could go on Medicaid, and we did. So she walked us through everything. When and she was gone, then we basically lost our eyes because we didn't. I didn't know we could ask for somebody else. But he does like he has gone off the disability cliff in some ways because I've I've stopped advocating for him basically when it comes to work and stuff because he wanted me out of the picture, and now he's he needs work, and I think it's time for somebody to come back into his life that can advocate for him and not be me. Yeah, good point. But somebody yeah, else. Because mm-hmm. um, I think struggling. now he's more aware yes. that mom mm-hmm. advocates and he doesn't like that, right? Too right. much because it's mom. No, he does not like that at all. Right. He's very skilled. He's got some really great mm-hmm. interests when it comes to the animals mm-hmm. and the care of animals. So maybe we could just meet with somebody and find out what where his niche could help be filled for them, too, because he does do things well. But there's maybe there's things he didn't do well, but if he didn't do well, they never told him. Mm-hmm. And so he needs to be told and directed and coached yeah, on right. a job. Because a lot of our kids are pretty good employees mm-hmm. <laughs> because they show up for work they do and they don't want to be late. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the HR person at Hy-Vee told me that, that, oh, most of my employees here with disabilities are the best employees because typical ones call in sick. They don't show up. They don't even call. But I can always depend on my mm-hmm. employees with disabilities. And I, I think mm-hmm. the word's getting out. That mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good trait they have. But yeah, it sounds like he needs a little bit, mm-hmm. someone advocating for him he a little does. bit. But yeah. he, if he gets bored there too, then he will call in and he'll call in sick. So oh, I think he did do oh, that okay. at different oh. places, but I, you know, I don't know. But the last time he, he, he was sick, he thought he had COVID and he had a fever. And then but that was like his last chance. because He, he had used know. all of his PTO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that was the last yeah, draw. Yeah. 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 So yeah. See, went. that's a social skill. I mean, that's a social skill that needs to be taught to our mm-hmm. kids, you know. And someone told him he couldn't draw um, unemployment. And I'm like, what do you mean? Because he'd never even seeked for it because he could have applied. I said, well, you should still apply. And then you might get some back pay. I still want you to find a job. I don't want you to, to rely on unemployment. But you could maybe get something for a few weeks because you right. have actively been looking for the last seven weeks, at least two or three interviews a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's employable. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. So, but our best supports too, when, we were, when he was growing up at school, were his um, school nurses. And that's oh. what, they were the people that he we, we turned to for anything. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Good. Kara, what about you? Oh. Um, what do you have to say about supports? What do I have to say? Can I, do I have to be nice? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can I cuss? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I won't do that. I won't do that, listener. Sorry. Um, uh, we were talking about case management. I think I discussed earlier, sometimes you have to train them um, whenever you go in because they're fairly new. Um, we do have one that's that she's actually um, a mom herself. Um, right now, supports through case management. She's She's not really needing anything right now. Um, she's actually, she's a mom. Why do I need them? Mom, they don't help. And I was like, but just wait, you know, you never know when you're going to need help. So let's just, you know, have our yearly meetings. So they'll end up calling her wanting to schedule because, you know, she is an adult. They need to schedule it with her. Of course, I'm the transportation. So I'll take her. She goes, mom, why are they calling me? Kelsey, just answer the phone. And and so I'll end up, well, you know, I work overnight, so I'll end up having to call them and get something scheduled. But really right now, they're not doing a lot. Um, Now, natural supports out um, like through the community for Kelsey with her being independent. You know, she doesn't drive, so she relies on her friends for transportation or to us. Um, we, We take her where she needs to go. Living out on her own. Because she doesn't drive, where's she going to get her food? Well, guess what? Groceries deliver. Mm-hmm. So she um, has relied on grocery delivery. That's, um, I think those That's also, awesome. those those little, um, you know, those companies out there that, you know, you order like the full meal kit. Hello Fresh. Yeah. yeah, she found out about that. And so in one meal, she actually gets two meals. So she saves money. She's very, That's a great she thing. likes to save. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah electronics wise, um, like paying her bills. It's really nice. You know, she doesn't, 
she talks on the phone for her work and I don't think she really likes to call people. And so she gets to pay everything online now, you know, electronics and technology or it's automatically taken out, which is great because I know it's getting paid on time. Right. Yeah. I know. And she doesn't forget. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's true. My son's two bills come out automatically. I think he forgets that he even pays them, but it does help. You know, they're getting paid on time. Exactly right. Yeah. 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 Um, supports, you know, occasionally she'll call us. I'll give you an example. She rents a little duplex. It's an older duplex. And where were we? We were cocktail hour last Friday with some friends. <laughs> we were, um, um, went up to the Galloway and, uh, we were visiting and we got a phone call and Roger was there talking to her and he kind of left the table and come back. And I said, is that Kelsey? And he said, yeah. Well, you know, she didn't know what to do because the night before her, her door slammed shut, I guess, or something happened and there was a weakness in the door and it shattered. Oh. And so there was glass all over the front porch. Mm-hmm. She's learned, you got to call your landlord, you know, let them know. She called the landlord where she has a new landlord and they're not very good. And they said, well, looks like you're going to have to replace that door. And she's like, do I have to replace this door? <laughs> I don't own the door. It's not my place. And I said, exactly, Kelsey. I was like, that right there should, you know, you should not have to replace that door. I said, guess what? So daddy went over there, supportive daddy went over there, took sw- took the shop back and um, took the door off. So now she doesn't have a storm door. She just has a front door. And it's going to stay off when we're not going to, you know, we shouldn't have to pay no. for it. Yeah. So that was like a little life lesson there for her. You know, sometimes they're shitty landlords. Yeah. yeah. True. <laughs> True. True. But, but Roger, you know, that was, and then he got over there and come to find out there was a, there's been a leak in one of our spare bedrooms. And so now I'm going to have to get involved because she's actually taken pictures and sent it to the landlord and they're not doing anything about it. So supportive mom has to get involved and, Possibly go with her over to the office to make sure that it gets taken care right, of. Right. Yeah. So just yeah. daily activities, you mm-hmm. know, she didn't know what to do. You know, I've got right. this broken door, you know, so she knows she can trust us and call on us. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't think that'll ever end, you know, with our Mm-mm. issues that come up with our kids. It's just, well, they're not our kids. They're our adult children. <laughs> they're always our kids. But they're always they're our kids. But yes. Yeah. But <laughs> it's it's yeah. so hard. Yeah. Say that. Yeah. But I mean, we have to check in a couple times a day and text them good night every night and go over schedules and do all that. So anything else on supports? I mean, do we want to, Elizabeth, mention again about that website? Maybe? The, the website yeah, and then maybe yeah. going through their state. I hope everyone understands that. Like I have a couple of friends that are afraid to go. Like when I mentioned CC links or I mentioned abilities first, oh, oh, I'm not getting the state or the government involved. I'm yeah. like, well, it's a little bit more than that. Like, I, yeah, some yeah. people get confused. Yeah. They do get confused. And how can we clarify that a little bit? Sometimes you need to ask for help. I mean, JR's living at home, probably should be thinking about, you know, the transitioning out mm-hmm. of the home. Money's always going to be a factor there, probably. But there's some things I just, I need to get over it. I need to ask for help. Right. I'm not self-sufficient. You know, if I think that I'm delusional and I have been delusional before. And I think it's a good rule. Asking for help would be good for my son. If he sees, you know, mom and dad are asking for help, Mm -hmm. even if it's not regarding him. But, you know, if you need help, ask for it. Don't suffer. When, especially if you don't have to. Right. Because there is help out there. Right. And And if you don't know who to ask, ask another parent. Yeah. Yeah. Another Mm -hmm. parent has gone through it. You know, they may very well know. I mean, that's our best. I don't know about you guys. That's my best resource are other parents. Yeah. Right. For sure. sure. Yeah. It helps. What I I tell parents is that person is not the word caseworker or anything like that always has such a negative connotation, but that person works for your child. Right. They get paid to provide certain resources, information to guide them in and respond to their ask for help that, you know, a lot of other families, they might not necessarily have those needs, but they have a lot of needs. And we've got, you know, we've got the same needs as everybody else. You know, we have to put tires on our cars. We have all these things. Sometimes we run into light poles, you know, I mean, things, 
(laughs) things happen. We have to pay for those and we have to do that. But then on top of that, we have this need for these extra needs for support that who else is going to have a 22-year-old almost Mm -hmm. and needs speech therapy. So that's not, that information is not readily accessible. That funding is not readily accessible. The insurance isn't going to pay for it. So we need somebody else and how you can find that person in your state. Because here in Missouri, it's the Department of Mental Health. That's where you go and you, you know, look up intellectual and developmental disabilities. And, you know, there's resources that'll take you right there. In other states, it might, that governing agency might be different. It might be the Department of Health and Senior Services or Social Services. So what you do in your state is you just type in developmental disability services. And okay. then you can put support coordination caseworker and you start to narrow it down. And yes, talking to other families in your area, they're going to know. So we call it support coordination. Other, you know, other, and it's the name has changed over the years. Right. Um, other places might still call it a caseworker, but we've gone from that because our children, isn't, it's not, this is not what it is. They don't, they're not a case to be solved. Right. They're a person to be supported and you're getting paid to support them. So you need to do a, a right. good job. Good, do good by them. Right. Yeah. Well put. Hallelujah. Well put. Mm-hmm. Okay. That ends this podcast for support and Tara, I'm going to shoot it over to you or they can find us. Okay. On our wonderful um, website, right? Yeah. Tara? If you have, if you have questions on support, you can contact us at moms at navigating That's our email address. And then we do have a new blog post done by Elizabeth. Oh, good. If you want to check out our navigating website and click on blog. Um, also you can contact us on Facebook and Instagram at navigating adult autism podcast. And then also you can listen to us on Apple and Spotify and on our website. Okay, perfect. And I hope we do get questions eventually. Maybe we can answer them on our future podcasts. If anyone has questions out there, I mean, I'm sure there's someone out there listening that maybe doesn't have a lot of family or resources, or even if, even if they're a typical person and just a friend and Mm -hmm. Hey, I was wondering if, yeah. And we'd be happy to answer those, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Okay. Great. Thank you. Okay. Thank, Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.